Season two, episode two. This is part two. Yeah. Room 222, like Rick Ross said. Uh, 222. Yeah, season two, episode <laughs> two. But you know what? We're going back to school. Yeah. And one of the big things that we're going to talk about tonight, well, he's back. He's he's the real Michael Jackson, not the one from uh, Never Neverland. <laughs> not the one that's ABC 123. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we got... We got him live here in the house. He goes by an apostle, which is what some people call him within the church, but he understands that he is the real church, not the title that folks have given him. He has knowledge that comes from Yah himself, and we are we are ready. We are ready to eat, we are ready to hear, and we are ready to get full tonight. And it is, yeah. it is my friend, my brother, he's back. Uh, he's not a Swami, he's not an Indian teacher. But I tell you what, he, he's gonna make it. He's gonna make it some rain dance tonight. Uh, he is. He is minister, apostle, elder. Should be a pastor. Michael Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. No, that was not a dog bark either. Thank you. I don't need any hidden cues to send me no messages on Facebook. No, he was not barking. So. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. No, thank you. We're so glad to have you here because, uh, you know, the Delta virus has been cutting up. And, you know, I'm kind of scared because I don't know if it's the Deltas that are nice and friendly and bring macaroni and cheese to the picnic or if it's the Deltas that act like cues and wear boots. I don't know what's going to happen with this Delta variant, but we're just glad to have you outside the house today. We are glad to have you outside the house today. <laughs> I, I can't oh. call it. Oh man! I mean, you they got they got new variant too, isn't it? Mu. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, they got the whole Greek alphabet oh. up. Only dog. if you only mu. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh man! But now that I got oh, that man. out of my okay. system after being in corporate America Ooh. all day today, Mike, the floor is yours, man. Um, this is back to school, ladies and gentlemen. And that's exactly where we're taking it, back to solid teaching and the importance of sound doctrine within the church. Yeah. Whoa, man. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm totally elated to be back with y'all, man. <laughs> Let's go. Listen, man, Let's I love go. it every time I'm with y'all, man. So we're going to get off into this, man. Um, first, second, second Timothy. Let's let's go straight to scripture real quick, man. We ain't finna do no plan, man. We gonna get off of these scriptures, <laughs> cause uh, we gotta lay some bases down as to why sound teaching has so much of an importance. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. let's see here. I'm here for it. Yes. There you go. Let's do it. I I like that version, but you know I know everybody knows. Uh, King James, but we're going to use just some plain old English today. Work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. It's 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 15. New Living Translation. It says, work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. 
be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. Okay, so we always know that study to show thyself approved, being a workman of God, rightly dividing the word of truth. Okay, what does rightly dividing mean? Let's really be for real. You know, when we say this, what does rightly divide? Does anybody know when we say this, what does it mean? Well, I mean, it takes a lot. You have to understand the historical context of who it is written to. You have to understand okay, the importance. Come down, to con- come down to the pew level. I'm oh. coming to the pew level. But you're saying to rightly divide so proper let's, interpretation. Let's, okay. That's all I'm going to say. Now, okay. we'll go and, and, and <laughs> so, so the reason I say come down to the pew level, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny, but let's be for real. Mm-hmm. If lay members do not always understand the intricacy of definitions. No. Because okay. they've been taught from a certain platform for so long that we have crippled them because the very thing that this scripture admonished us to do, we don't allow them to do because we have told them, only listen to what your pastor has to say. Ooh, the wait. word of destiny is in his mouth. Oh, this Lord. is what we say. But the word of destiny is in the word. And if they were told to properly go and study as they should be... What does it say? Hold on. Let's, let's look at it again. Boy. Let's look at it again. Work hard. Work hard. What is What happens when you work hard? When you work hard, you begin to gain more strength. When you work hard, yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to be tiring. You might get scraped up, but guess what? What don't kill you is only going to make you stronger. So as you're working hard in this word and you're coming to a place of understanding it, now watch, this is the dangerous thing about this scripture, though, oh because now you find yourself coming from being a disciple to being a teacher. So now it's time for you to go and repeat the same cycle. So what happens is, see, pastors don't like this because it now almost makes them null and void. I got you. Because the people aren't dependent on the word of destiny. They're not Mm-mm. dependent on the... They're depending uh, strictly on the word of God. Exactly. And because they're going in and studying and working hard to show themselves what? Approved. Approved by who? Him. Not by the pastor. No. Not by the Sunday school teacher. Oh, boy. Not for a certificate. Not the BTU school. We don't need we don't need vacation Bible school. It's not no no. And don't get me wrong. Those things are those things are important in their perspective. But don't think that that's the one that matters. Right. It's very true. Because it's through the application of those scriptures in your life on a daily basis that you get the approval of God because you have come to the understanding of what they mean in your life. Yeah. It's not cookie cutter. It, it's not going to fit the same for everybody because we're all made different. But we have this strange idea that everybody's supposed to praise the same. They're supposed to shout the same. They're supposed to preach the same. They're supposed to uh, step the same. They're supposed to dance the same. They're all supposed to talk in tongues the same. Oh, man, Mike. Man. <laughs> I'm, blown, I'm blown away. <laughs> because that means that... I'm I'm not doing false worship because I'm not getting up and running around the church. No. Okay. Because I swear some people act like during church service it's supposed to be a CG workout. We hit my we three push. medium laps. Shout out to Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. No, no, I had to. And that's a real life experience. I was there to witness. Hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I'm gonna touch on it. I'm so glad. Mike brought that up because one time I was told, well, you know, did you come here to cause turmoil? 
Did you come here to cause chaos because everybody was running around the church and you decided to stay in your seat? For one, I'm wearing dress shoes. I'm not about to scuff up my shoes to show anybody that I'm here to praise God. The fact that I sacrificed New Year's Eve and not go out and party and drink, but I wanted to hear the word of what God had to say should have proven that enough. Not because of the fact you were trying to get me to put on an Apple Watch and burn calories. So yeah, I had to address that. I, I really did. And because somebody else who may have been weaker in faith and not had the same understanding could have been offended and ran off from the church because of an experience like that. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. We do this. We sit up here, and and this is, okay, so let me. Because I'm actually on another table. Because I'm going to deal with colloquialism, too. I'm going to deal with uh, uh, cliche sayings and stuff. You know, we have these cliches. Uh, We sit up here and we tell people, you know, uh, we say, you know, bombard heaven with your praise. Now, here's here's my question for you. If you are a born-again Christian, that means that you are, or you're born again, that means that you are, guess what? You are already a part of the kingdom of God. So why would you need to bombard? Do you know what bombard means? Bombard actually means to attack or to assail. With bombs. uh, With bombs. With, with with stones, it said mm-hmm. uh, the, the definition that was originally given from where it came from was that you would sell it with stones. Yeah. It means that uh, using catapults. Yeah. So you're sitting up here attacking the very thing you're part of. Does that not mean that you're committing treason? Yeah. Oh, or, 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 yeah. or could it be that oh. you aren't allowed in right now? So you're trying to break Thank in. You. Yeah. Because it's not your appointed oh, time to be able to access those things in the kingdom. So you tell us to bombard <laughs> heaven. And a you, turncoat, and then you force God to have to stand against you because anything. No, watch, 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 watch what happens. Watch what's happening. No, turncoat. We finna, we finna get, to, we finna get to the real thing. It's not forcing. You're not forcing God to do anything because many times as we see a, a, we're gonna deal with that word manifestation. We see a manifestation come up. It's a manifestation of emotions because people can get in sync together and share the same emotion yep. because the music can drive you there. The 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 preacher pushing you can drive you there. Mm-hmm. The shouts of hallelujah. And everybody begins to drive in And you begin to be overtaken by emotion And we say oh that's the move of God But everywhere I've seen a move of God Among the people of God They did not shout, they did not jump They did not scream, mm-hmm. but what they did was they laid down They bowed down, they yeah. put their foreheads To the dust because they knew They were in the presence of God and they got quiet, quiet. Oh yes sir so what we've been telling people is an expression of God is only expression of their emotions many times. Now don't get me wrong. Can emotions touch God? Yes, they can. Because you can also be in a place where you realize that your personal release is taking place. So therefore you celebrate. Yeah. But many times overall, the reason we leave someone changes because there was no change that ever took place in the first place. You just had an emotional high. Bro. <laughs> we talked about that. Well, it's like a euphoric orgasm. <laughs> Pretty much. That's exactly what it is. Pretty much. Yeah, and then you, then you go into the parking lot, you cuss people out. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like so a drug. It is. Yeah. It's like instead of religion, getting high, listen, you, you listen, getting high listen, off shirts. Listen, you are. A shirt. A, a, a wise young man gave me a saying that's on one of my shirts. Religion is addic- is is an addiction to not just cocaine, like Oh no, I gotta say. I gotta so, say it. Go ahead and say it. It's religion is a hell of a drug. Mm-hmm. Wasn't cocaine like what Rick said, but religion is a hell of a drug. You yeah. think about all of the wars that have been started, all of the turmoil in society. I mean, we even see it now, hell, between the Republicans and the Democrats. Oh, we got to preserve life. 
And we have to have babies born, but when they get here, you hate the fact that they were born. You talk about how they need public assistance. You talk about how they need housing. You talk about how they need to eat. You talk about well, why I gotta, why my taxes gotta. Let me let me be honest with you. And yeah, I'm gonna piss some people off because I'm gonna get political because we're talking about being true. Some of you have used the church to be one of the biggest racial racist hubs of all time. You you go in there with white supremacist attitudes, with white pictures of Jesus when none of you were found in the Bible to begin with, and you you fail to ever preach a sermon out of Second Kings chapter five. You fail to ever talk about what he looked like in the book of Revelation. If we're gonna talk about truth, then you would base your supremacist attitude and your Jebusite spirits based off of an attitude of supremacy that did not come from anything scriptural. But yet, indeed, we have come to a crossroad where it becomes about life being preserved or life taken. But if life is preserved and given on one aspect, but it's neglected, that's just as bad as death. Because to be honest with you, poverty is just as bad as an abortion. Because poverty kills the soul, kills the spirit, and kills the person slowly versus a knife to the back of the neck and to the brainstem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a lot to take in, but it, one of my things is with the laws that passed on September 1st, 666 laws, 666, 666 laws passed and became law in Texas on yesterday. Yeah. It's an interesting number. Very, very interesting number. But what's even more interesting is that there has not been anything that has brought unity amongst the Christians. Man. But more division. Man, one of the most racist days out of the entire week is Sunday morning. Absolutely. And when we look at it from that perspective, we have to understand what is the reason why it's so divided. So now I'm going to use this moment to segue back to what you was talking about earlier. Is the fact that if if we understood sound doctrine and sound teaching, not only coming from just the one person, that's how I'm going to use it, one person as the pastor, then if a pastor really understood their real purpose and role within the fivefold or within the kingdom, they would understand your job is not just to shepherd in a sense, but it's also to equip so that you can prepare them on their journey as they go out, understanding that you're not always going to have a member that's with you the entirety of your stint and in your position. However, you will have other people that are with you that you can train and equip so they can go out and train and equip. It's the same thing you were saying is the fact that we are transitioning from just a position of being babes and being disciples into also being teachers and instructors. We have to get to that mindset and understanding that if you're a real pastor, a real pastor is one that will say, listen, we do have these programs that are really nice. That's good. But that's only to really get you to a place to where you can eat the meat of the word by yourself and digest it. But if you can't eat on your own, then yes, I'm going to have to keep on preparing this food for you until you learn how to cook. The same concept, we got to look at it outside of just how we look at it so super spiritually so, so often is that when we grow up in a household, many of us grew up with our moms. If y'all anything like me, I sat in the kitchen with my mom waiting for her to finish to cook, get something to cook, finish cooking so I can eat first. I'd be like, oh, I'm the little one. Let me get, let me snag this one. Let me be your taste tester. You know what I'm saying? But then what I end up finding by a byproduct is 
because I was so close to the fire, so close to the kitchen, guess what I ended up doing? I learned how to cook on my own. And so when it came down to it, when it came, when I got mature enough to realize I didn't have to ask for the instruction of my leader at the time, now I can do it on my own, understanding that I'm handling things that might be dangerous to myself, but if I understand how to utilize these things, I can prepare a meal, not just for myself, but somebody else. So yeah, I use that to segue back. Let's man, go. I love the analogy. I love <laughs> the way he did that, man. Like, hey. I, I mean, I, I was getting hungry though, but I was thinking about some eggs and some toast. I'd be thinking some, about fried chicken with some grilled cheese, and, mm. you know, and, and some. Okay, 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 yeah, yeah okay, okay. Like when my mama taught me how to make spaghetti, took me that for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same difference. It's just yeah, yeah. Got to come and, back and, to and it. And I understand that. So, and I like the way I'm, I like the way you did that because that's the thing. So, if I'm to be a as Second Timothy advisor says, be a good worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. Here's the thing. A lot of times, man, I'm, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to get right out so I can go ahead and show that I'm not ashamed to explain things and give the correct word of truth. OK, so but a lot of times we have we find pastors when people begin to study and they go to them. We find that uh, when they begin to question things that are taking place, that uh, they seem to say, well, this doesn't match up with scripture, uh, even though this is tradition. Uh, they come to an understanding. Oh, they begin boy. to question these things. Pastors are quickly to say, well, then uh, you must not want to be. You must feel like you don't need to be up under my leadership. I'm the leader. Don't question me about how we do things. Uh, this is how it's always been done. This is the order that God has put in place. We do things decent in order. These are the things we get. We get. And then if they just sit up here and put up too much of a protest, then they'll be asked to leave. And then, of course, uh, they'll get the most famous curse that we always have heard across the pulpit is, and that is uh, we'll sit up there and put that out there. Uh, Touch not my anointment and do my prophets no harm. And uh, we'll sit up there and say that they won't prosper when they leave this house because they no longer have the connection of our anointing. This is what we put out there like that. But then uh, what we need to understand is is that we have, but but this is what we have put out there. And guess what? Everybody thinks that this is correct. So you have people who are always trying to prove themselves. Sometimes we have people who will stay too long up on us because they're trying to prove that they ain't going to be the one that's going to abandon us. Or, you know, you have somebody come in and prophesy this, uh, going places that everybody can't go with you. I ain't seen that in scripture yet, but uh, <laughs> you will sit up and will prophesy and say, well, the Lord says you're going places that everybody can't go with you. Uh, I have not seen that in the scriptures yet. So I need somebody, if you're out there, please, uh, one of you great prophets out there who say you're prophesying nah. Uh, but many of you might be prophet lying. Uh, I just need y'all to go ahead and send me that scripture. Give me a little scriptural background on that uh, and processes on that. It's just like we got people turning around three times in a circle. Uh, last time I checked, let me do something here. We got a pen on the table. Okay, it's pointing this way, right? So I'm going to turn it around three times. You're the same spot. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, right. We in the same spot. So I told you the Lord said he's going to get you up out of this, but he's going to tell you to turn around three times in a circle. So you turned around three times in a circle. Ain't you facing the same direction? Yeah. When it says, or oh, we use the term from the song that he's turning in for our good. When we say that he's turning for our good, even though that is a great prophetic word, though that's not even scripture sound either, but uh, there is a great prophetic word uh, in that, that he's turning for your good. But that means that if you're going this way and this is for your bad, he's going to turn you that way for your good. That means you're not going to 
gonna be going the same direction. So why would I tell you to turn around three times? Watch this. Now, righty tighty, uh, righty. When you turn to the right, it's always tighty, right? So they say righty tighty. You know, you turn to the right, lefty loosey. So when I sit up here and I tell you turn to the right three times, I've just tightened you up in that situation. I've just cemented you even deeper in that. I really put a curse over you, and you don't even know it. Neither did I, because I just said something that sounded real good because I've heard other people say it. Yeah, Mike. Mike. Woo! Mike. Hold it, huh? <laughs> Mike. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I think I can answer Mike's question. Remember where he said you're going somewhere? Yeah. It made me think. False Bishop Bobo is going to message Mike. He's going to tell Mike it's found in Scripture because it's going to say that somewhere is the place where none, the, the father of Joshua is from. None see, is from somewhere. See, here's, here's now, now, let me, let me, let me, now I'm not even going to touch that because if I touch that, it's going to be a different game. So let me, let me I'm, test the analogy. But tell me. Yeah, what? Let me test yeah, the analogy. Because in other words, now what he's saying, in other words, he ain't even going to and address the issue. Right. He's going to go with the minor, minute thing. Right. Oh, go ahead. This is where none, this is where somewhere is, right here in this group. Right, somewhere. <laughs> because you know what? You know what, Nick? What? It's just like the Bible tells you who's supposed to make coffee. Okay. Hebrews. Get out of here. And I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. Even even when you think about that in the prophetic, what we find in scripture more often than not is if somebody tells you to go around something multiple times, going around something takes action in order for you to travel to a certain destination because there's process that happens in, the, in, that, in that moment. But the most significant part is a lot of times when you're going around the last time, there's another action required to tear something down. Oh, like the wilderness. Think no. about... Think oh. about, oh, think it's about, it's not the wilderness. Oh. Think about the walls of Jericho. The walls of Jericho. <laughs> they literally went around the same thing, and it was in the same place. But there was a, another instruction, because guess what? There was two instructions. There was one instruction: somebody infiltrate the land. Yeah. The mm -hmm. second instruction was now walk around this seven times, <laughs> and then on the last time, celebrate. I need y'all to really praise, blow out the trumpets. I need y'all to be loud with this. So Those let me, instructions. So let me show you the science behind it, though. Because there's actually some science behind yeah. this, okay? So you're talking about a nation of millions, multiple, multiple, multiple millions in the nation, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. They begin to walk around and sit down. Mm -hmm. let, me, let me first, let me go ahead and explain something. This task that they did was not a task. They didn't get a lot of sleep either. Because you need to understand just how big this city really was. Okay, we're talking about a city probably about the size, maybe Dallas, uh, maybe Arlington, someone like that. And I mean, literally, with a city wall around it. I want y'all to really grasp this real fast. Yeah. This is how big a circumference of area we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about, or maybe, we'll say a small town. We'll say a small town. So we're talking about, but we're talking about big area, right? Yeah. So we're talking about, this means this is a big wall. Now, this wall is probably tall, was taller than. A, a normal house, you know what I'm saying? Yep. The wall was about two stories high, and then it was about three stories wide. So this is what I'm trying to, so this, yeah, you gotta really yeah, grasp yeah. this how big this wall is. Well, yeah, People this is how it's left, because you gotta watch how in these walls. Yeah. So here it is, they're marching around. The reason they're marching, uh, uh, God is such a great scientist, I created it so wonderful, because what he did was, he told them to use seismic activity, because yeah. you just said activity, so it just yeah. snapped. Okay, so he's using it's seismic activity, so 
now what's happening because oh. listen, these weren't no wheat walls. These weren't just pebbles oh, stacked on top yes, of each other. Sir. These were actually walls that had been hewn out of stone uh, through great technology that was back then. Some of that technology we probably lost now. Uh, but uh, it was great technology that they used back then. And I'm, I'm stating that because some people no, think that they were so archaic back then. Yeah, but no. I need us to understand that there was a turning point in society and in time where we lost a lot of the knowledge that God had given to man through our disobedience because there were certain nations that were gifted in doing certain things. There were certain group of people that were gifted in doing certain things. But yeah. as we begin to diso as we begin to disobey God, <clears throat> then it affected the other nations. The other nations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because when he stopped talking to us, everybody else suffered. Everybody else suffered. And we don't understand that because what happened was it was a suffering in the a decline of their spiritual awareness because we're talking about a time where he literally was in the midst of the earth realm. Oh, kind of like how black people in America. Oh, okay. The spiritual decline here. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pulling no punches tonight. Obviously. <laughs> oh, I was, I was, I was. It was gonna come out. I was. Yeah, it's, it was gonna come out. Yet. It was gonna come out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we, we, we. <laughs> so when we look at this man, mm -hmm. and and all exactly, man. And look, wait, wait, before I even go there, I, I'm, I'm gonna bounce. I want to hear about that seismic activity. You got me excited. About so. Okay, so let's 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 get there. So the seismic activity, man, mm -hmm. is causing an unsettling of the yeah. foundation. Yeah. It's causing literal cracks and fissures in the ground because they're concentrating on one area. It's literally yeah. separating the very wow. foundation that's underneath for the wall. Yeah. So watch this, watch this, watch this, man. Listen. We've all, uh, those of us who are or uh, X-Men fans that used to come on TV, the, yes, the series with uh, Beast and Wolverine, and yep. you had Banshee. Banshee, yep. you remember Banshee? He would open his mouth, and when he would open his mouth, he would emit a sound blast or yep. a scream that would paralyze or disable his opponent. Yep. So watch this here. Not only could he disable his opponent, but he also could blast through a wall with his sound. So watch this. Now you have a nation of multi-million nations who are walking around the wall and they all begin to create a noise at the very same time. Not separate, but it was all to be cued on what? The blast of the horn. So as the horn is blasting, the people are shouting and then the jaws are breaking. It has now caused a force. They have now become a weaponized people and their voice has become a weapon to mm. be able to break down those things oh, that the enemy has put in front of them to stop them oh, against they go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I got that, man. <laughs> I tell you, man, I, I felt I felt the spirit of my granddaddy, man, when they told that story at his funeral. Boys. <laughs> this is this is the Ooh. science of y'all. Yeah. Ooh-wee. Yeah. This is yeah. who he was. Yeah. Do you but do you realize how heavy that was, what you really just said? <laughs> Listen, man. 
No, nah, bro. No, nah, I really want you to think about this. <laughs> I do, man. I I'm do. thinking about what would have happened at the Million Man March if those one million men made one sound all together at one time. Take this out. Take this out. To this no, e- even even then, watch this. No, we ain't gonna talk about this. Come on. What, what, if, what if what if they would have just said that? Because you can make a sound without saying a word. Of course. And at the point they would have sat down and not moved. Oh, they would have clogged up DC. Shut, that would have shut, shut down the governmental seat down. Sure, without without one political word. move, one uh one one bribery having to change hands, yeah. one uh. No, we're, we're finna shut it down. Do you know what voice, what that would have said with that voice? What would have happened if instead of marching, if everybody just would have went to the streets with George Floyd, the situation with George Floyd, and the attention is now being brought to police brutality around the world, what if everybody would have just went to their capitals and sat down? What if they would have went around their city halls and sat down? Yeah. What if they would have sat down right outside the military bases? What would have happened? They sat down outside the police stations. What would have happened? Not moved. Why are we still going to work? <laughs> Just going to let that sit there, man. A sound. A sound without having said a word. But the sound that they use, that the government, the governments and the powers that be uh, within the satanic realm have used, is fear. Yeah. Because the first thing we say is, well, if I don't go to work, I don't make money. Do you really think these people are going to let the electricity shut off? You really think they're going to let the water stop? That's why you have to know how to be prepared. Because either you can use it. Or they gonna use it like they doing now? If you know what they're capable of, why let them do it first? You're absolutely right. I'm just right. saying. This all facts. This I'm all just facts. saying. Okay, man. Okay, man. That, that went kind of like on. A, on no, it on didn't. A, because what you what you touched on. Side, I, but what, <laughs> It's, it's all it's all relevant. It's, it's all relevant, and, and, and that's what people fail to realize is, as I studied that that book by Doctor Akbar called "Removing the Chains of Psychological Slavery." One of the biggest things it said was that that black preachers are some of the most gifted orators and religious uh, scholars in the entire nation. But they said the difference between the black church, quote unquote, and the white church is that the white church believes that scriptures go into politics, socioeconomics, family rearing and policies, school policies, social policies, and other facets of life. They say that religious black scholars teach a surface level teaching and that they only do it for appeasement, entertainment, and temporary edification in order to, to fill their pockets. And now, then, well, it, it's partly to fill their pockets, but the other is to fill their ego. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm just yeah, self edification. I mean, let's let's yeah. just be for real. About Let, it, let's man. be for let's, real. Let's, let's be for real, man. Um, many of my brothers and sisters who are pastors, they eat up the attention. 
Um, I preached a sermon at one church. After I preached that sermon, I was told that uh, they felt a disconnect from me because I preached uh, a sermon that was based out of uh, Revelations chapter 2. And we were talking about the church that uh, that you could not be lukewarm. Yeah. And I explained that uh, one of the things that uh, Yahshua did not like about that particular church was that, that he didn't like them because they operated in the ways of the Nicolaitans. Uh, if you go and look up about Nicolaitans, Nicolaitans, who we? They uh the we use we we love wearing this one shoe Nike. Nike means to uh uh power or overcome. So it means either to uh um uh to overpower or to overcome. And then uh Lis or uh Nicolis or the last part, it means laity. So no, it literally means laity. It is a it is dealing directly with not just other people, but with a specific group of people, and it means basically to lord over them. Now we remember that uh, Yahshua he he had uh, rebuked the uh, disciples at one time, and when telling them he says we are not like. Those of the world We're not like the Roman soldiers Who use their authority To lord over people And he was letting his disciples As well as the Pharisees know This is not how we're supposed to operate But yet What do you find within the church today Let's call it out for what it is man We have taken We have literally taken A Babylonian structure Oh we That's what the hierarchy is it is everything based in Babylonian. Why? How do I know that? Why is it that the Dagon fish head, the scimitar, <laughs> is the same thing that the Catholic Pope wears? Oh, it's a little the funny Catholic thing. This, little. And that all our Pentecostal this apostles love to wear at these convocations. Yeah. You're yeah. wearing. A garment that belongs to, to the worship of a pagan god. Yeah. <laughs> and, a, and a lot of, and then even if you look back and historically, you, look back historically in the just the dress of the garbs, and not just in the in the church and in the political realm, most of them come from either Egypt, Egyptian garments, or Babylonian garments, or old school Samaritan garments. Well, because much much of what and. Whether we want to admit it or not. I know y'all might not have me back on the show after I say this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that means you're coming back then. I mean, I make plenty of people mad on Friday and I'm far. But much, much, much of what, we, what we, we don't understand is, is that all those backgrounds at the same time are connected to what they created called Christianity. Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. Because Christian, yeah, oh, go there. We already ah, Christianity in the form that it is as a religion is a religious construct by the Roman Catholic Church before it was known as the Roman Catholic Church before the Council of Nicaea was established in the establishment of it through Constantine. Yeah, 
Who mm-hmm. became? Who became? Now, the first thing Constantine did within that structure that he set up that we know as the modern day church today was that he made himself Pontifus Maximus. What is that? Pontifus Maximus came from over from his worship of Helios. Who is Helios? Helios was the Roman version, or the Greek was actually the Greek version of Sun Christ. Well, who was called Helios Christos, yeah. who existed five hundred years before there was a Christian quote unquote church, but there had always been a Christian church. Because Helios also had a daughter named Circe, C-I-R-C-E, who is related, whose word is related to the Germanic word of K-I-R-K-E, which is Kirk, which is where church comes from. Where Circe also is the progenitor of what we know as the circus, the Roman circus. The Roman circus was developed to give a bloodbath in honor of her father, who was Helios Christos. And the Roman circus is that word circus. It's the same word where church comes from. So every time and we sit up here and we say and church circle. and circle. So watch this. Now watch this. I'm glad you said that because it seems like it's almost a revolving door sometimes. You always seem to be like it never fails. Oh man, going back to the prophet, the prophetic word, turn around three times and what? A circle. Why do I have you turn in a circle? Because if I have you turn in a circle, you're going to always come back to the point you was at where you need me because now I got to have somebody because I need to be needed. Go on. <laughs> you have a group of people in this world who grew up and they were not everything that they tell y'all they were. They put these things out there. And yes, they might have been some of the baddest dudes and, and they might have had. But guess what? The reason that they were those baddest dudes a lot of times was because they sought a certain type of thing and it was called attention. They just didn't know how to get the right attention. Then they think that when I become a preacher, I'm going to get the right attention. But it still end up being the wrong attention because your intentions on getting the attention. Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. That's why all of a sudden you see somebody's church shutting down, somebody getting caught up in this scandal, somebody being caught up in that scandal. Because one, we sit up here and we deified the pastor. Tell me where that's at in scripture. God says, give him glory, then he'll lift you up in glory. He does that part. If he wants you to be lifted up, he'll lift you up. Man, how many times did we see where when somebody went to even bow to Jesus, Jesus said, whoa, what you doing? Hold up. Don't up. do it. Get up. Man, you can't sit up there and call. And then when somebody tried to call him a good teacher, he said, whoa, wait a minute. Ain't nobody good. Ain't no and one no 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 one is good except God. So mm-hmm. don't call me good. And when they want to worship him and say don't worship, no. Worship the yep. father, and then when angels anybody would get ready to bow down to an angel, what would what would what would happen? What would the angels do? Whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't give it to me. Don't give it to me. Yep. So why is it that we have these leaders who are out here eating and uh, wanting these big grand uh, uh, pastoral anniversaries and and you're sitting up here charging the people? You charging the people to take care of it? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're charging the people to do your job. So is it your your job? Pop. pop. Go. Um man. Uh first Corinthians is it 13? Uh no 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 no. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it said, but it's in Corinthians. What's it about? Paul, Paul says that uh, uh, it is his. It, it's no, 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 no. I know where it's at. I know where it's at. Hold on. Say, <laughs> I gotta give it to you as it said, man. No, you good. Uh, you good. Man, First uh, Corinthians three. Paul is uh, explaining something uh, very, very important uh, to them, and. 
need us to catch this on how he says this uh, when he talks about preaching the word, uh, the reward that it is for him. And you know what the funny part is, Nick? As Mike searches for these scriptures, you, myself, and Mike, none of us looked for this. None of us looked for this. That's why it's amazing to me when I hear so many people who say God called them, but it was kind of like how Pashur was with his father being a Pagi and being a commander in the synagogue, and then all of a sudden he gets put in position. Yep. And then you have Jeremiah, who didn't want to open up his mouth, and it felt like that's fire right. shut up in his bones, is yeah. who God was really using. That's, that's why it blows my mind. You know, oh, because my granddaddy was a preacher. My daddy was a preacher. Now I'm a preacher. Now my son's going to be a preacher. Nah. But see, and sometimes wait, wait, you wait, can... Wait, wait, wait. Let me... Let me, let me. Let me get his word of wisdom real quick. Of course. This, 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 Go ahead, man. And this I just wanted to buy a little bit of time so you well, can I get appreciate, what you I appreciate it, yeah. man. You did, you did that real good for me, man. Appreciate it. Um, where is it? Oh, there we go. I went backwards. All right, man. So listen, listen. Let me let me um let me let me just give y'all this real fast. Um this is what Paul had to say. Uh in first Corinthians chapter one. We're gonna do chapter one, starting in verse ten. Now he's talking about the vision that has been setting up in the church. Mm-hmm. Or as we'll say, the fellowship. We'll mm-hmm. say the assembly because that's actually what it's called. Ecclesia means those that's who have been called out. Mm-hmm. Uh, those who've been called out by God. Uh, isn't that ironic that uh, their call was there? But also when John was given the revelation, uh, the word Ecclesia was also in, 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 uh, included then because it, the call was come out of her, come out of her for Babylon the greatest fallen. I'm trying to give somebody a clue there. If you're listening with listening ears and understanding, mm-hmm. you'll understand what I'm telling you. You'll understand what's going on right now. Get up out of, out of these apo- this thing that's called church because it's actually an apostate state organization. Uh, it has led more people away from Christ. It has led more people away from uh, who the real Yahshua is. It has led more people away from who the real Yahoo is. Uh, 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 even going to Genesis chapter uh, 13 uh, and using the term Ahaya. Uh, uh, we have to understand that we have led more people away from them instead of leading them to them. That's right. Because what we don't understand is, and going back to it, man, uh, there is an apostasy uh, that takes place when you begin to fool people about the original color of someone. Because if the important, if the important, there is no importance in the color, then why did it ever have to be changed in the first place? Right. You said something earlier, but I want to tell you they were not hiding uh, their teachings within the church. They were given their teachings by the church before they were even in existence, knowing what a term of white supremacist was or knowing what a neo-Nazi was, a skinhead was, knowing what a Klan's member was, uh, even knowing what Hitler was, uh, Hitler's ideals, we have to understand he also drew them from, well, the church. I mean, if, even if we look at slavery when it started, it came from the church. It started within the church. They burned people for wanting to read the Bible and come to an understanding. Yeah. Who did that? 
the church. They uh, look mm-hmm. at the back of your pews and your good Baptist churches and you see you have the little holes back there and you have the slots where the Bibles go. Those holes were not for fans. They were for the chains Jesus that wrapped Lord. through them and wrapped through the Bible because you couldn't take a Bible home. And then you could not learn it in any other language except Latin. And then they didn't really teach you Latin because they didn't want you to have an understanding of what they were reading because they wanted to continue to rape the people of their rights and their abilities mm-hmm. of being able to live life up under a non-religious rule which was wrapped in with the politics of course that was always sufficient because that's the way Constantine set it up and then set it up even further to say now let's establish a person that's called a pope that will be in a direct apostasy against who the real essence of who the Christ was supposed to be mm-hmm. And then in addition to that, say, listen, I'm going to set up my church. give you the essence. But even more folk, let let us give you the essence of who we're going to tell you he is. Right. And then on top of that, we're not even going to allow you to worship on the right day. That's all. Oh, no, no, no. no. We got to change that. We got to change that. We got to change that. Because because if we give you you the right day to worship on, then God. If we give you the right calendar to worship from. Because in all actuality, when you go to the book of Jubilees, uh. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Go, go. Am I supposed to stay in the 66? No, Mike. But what we don't want to have happen is somebody's head explode because there's obviously more than what they've ever been told. Okay, well, so if you go to the Book of Jubilees, you'll actually find the way the calendar counts. The calendar starts from a a new moon or a full moon. Uh, Matter of fact, you'll even find out that the new year actually starts in March. Yeah. <laughs> and not January. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So when you so said, hold on, hold on, Michael. Wait, hold on, hold on. Hold, hold on, Michael. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're also, and I want you to get a chance, when you get a chance, go and look up the manipulation of the Chinese history. Manipulation of the Chinese history took place actually in the eight, around about the 1500s. Uh, because the first time a written record of Chinese history was ever released to his people. And it was literally done over a matter of, I think, about 10, between 10, 15 years, and the Catholic Church was the one who was the one that was behind it. The Chinese history that they know of today and many of the dynasties that are talked about, they only know of them through what was written around about, yeah, around about that time, 1500s, yeah. They were given their history. And not realizing that the history that they had orally, being going, going to China, the history that they had passed down orally, their history went back almost 10,000 years easily. Well, easily. Lady, well because, gen- because, because we, have, we, we can't let it go back 10,000 years. Because Why can't we go back? Because now it goes out the, coast, the scope of what we've been teaching people exactly. about creation. And that teaching on creation is, is that it took six days. We say because... Paul says over here in this scripture that a day is as a thousand years. He says as. I want us to catch on to one thing. As is also has a similar word to it, which is like. like. So like means could be sort of similar. Maybe. Possibly this is what
what it could be. So he's making a liking situation to it. He's saying mm-hmm. it's likened to a day. It does not mean that it's actually a day. But then when you study geology and they use the technology that they have, we can only go on by what they say because I understand that we use the terms hours. You know, we use the word hour all the time. H-O-U-R-S, which uh, actually we have, what, 12 hours in a day? Because there are 12 steps that the sun makes in the sky within a solstice right. around the earth. Now, uh and the scope of the earth that we have, uh, as we are told, Keep man, it's, and, it's, and it's in a and it's in a eight eight point uh, uh, eight figure figure eight. It's in a figure eight that it does this, but it takes twelve steps. Now, amazingly, you have twelve steps, which we know these are called the twelve steps of who. It's actually called the twelve steps of Horus, which H O R U R U S is very very similar to H O U R S. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Uh, but <laughs> but it's when this calendar oh, has been that, that has been manipulated that mm-hmm. we've been given our history. So now through geology, geology says that each of those layers that are found in the earth, which there are six, six layers yeah. right now, we're living in the seventh six. layer, yeah. which means that this is the seventh day. That means that these six layers that they have, which equal up to a hundred billion years each, means that the earth has really been around. 600 billion years. That means that the whole scale which we give within the church of creation is totally, completely wrong and it has been manipulated by a mass conspiracy within the wait, church. Wait, 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 wait. Hold people. on. Oh, so that's the so reason. So that's no, the no, reason no. why. That's the reason why people were so upset when Bishop Jones preached that sermon, This Is Your Time. And he talked about with the Lord God cataboling or throwing the earth together with the cosmological and the terrestrial theory. The people tried to say the earth can't be more than 6,000 years old. What is he talking about? That the earth is really that old. Listen, man. Yeah, there, there's people who teach that. The, you you the, might uh, have some interesting people in what, what I work. <laughs> this is kind of going. Yeah. I know I know. you gave the whole line out to, to stay go. on task. But Just go. It, it's no, you, you're, you're fine. <laughs> and also Stop. another thing to touch on what Mike said now that I got a chance. Is that the slave Bible, aside from what he discussed, it took out everything of the Exodus and it took out everything of the liberation that Christ brought. And another thing that they don't tell you about is one of the traditions that we have of licensing ministers actually came from slavery, too, because the white slave owners licensed the black preachers and told them what they could preach and what they could yeah. not preach to black slaves. Because you had to have a license on you so you can travel from plantation to plantation. Yeah. That's the only reason y'all license because they just want y'all to be able to travel between plantations and know that you one of their good slaves. That's why you get registered with your cities and, and your, your counties and your states <clears throat> so that they know the good nigga. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I, I've said it. I've said it on. The, I've said it. I'm just saying. I've said it. I've said it. Don't worry about what it is. And this is the thinking. I mean, somebody so called me upset, but hey. On, so we can keep tabs on these good niggas. Yeah. Yeah. Every time a church has went and become a 501, you have literally become a government entity at that time. Yeah. You are, you are doing opposite of what scripture says. If you're saying that you're following scripture, then why are you partnering yourself by creating a treaty between you and the government if you say you are God's people? Did we not learn from the first time? Obviously not. Because this is what we went and did. This is one of the reasons that God's people are up under curse now. 
Oh, boy. Break that down. Yes, please do. So. Because some people are still going to try to say. Some people are going to try to pull out Deuteronomy 28. And, and, and we can use Deuteronomy 28 because it is talking about those people. And it's talking about it's, it, at the end of the day, we can't get around it. Our DNA evidence has shown and proven that we carry the genetic markers that trace all the way back to Jacob. Yep. So you have two genetic markers that, tra- that trace back to the children of Israel. Well, just stop for one second, Mike. Because I know some coon like Candace Owens just. He, I, well, just, this, just put the ambient and the razor blades away. So this this is what this is what this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. So first thing, let me go ahead and say this. Uh, I am not a because and just to let everyone know because I know some people be wondering. They people can't pinpoint me a lot of times because they're like, man, he talks this way, he talks that way. So, but the thing is, I'm talking scripture. I'm talking understanding. Absolutely. I'm talking the journey that I've had with Yah. Okay. So with this man. If you want to know what I am, I'm an Israelite. I am not a Hebrew Israelite. I'm an Israelite. And the reason I want to state that is because say Hebrew Israelite is too vast for me because there are a Hebrew people and then you have an Israelite people who came out of Hebrew who were born from a Hebrew because Jacob was a Hebrew because he was born where in the land of Hebron because his father, his great, his grandfather, uh, uh, I mean, his great grandfather, Abraham, was a Chaldean from the land of Ur. So let, we, we're going to break That's this right. down right. That's I don't right. even need these Hebrew Israelites to get this lesson real quick. All right? So I need y'all to get this work. So now, Abraham, you say that your father Abraham was a Hebrew. No, he was not. He was not a Hebrew. He was a Chaldean from the land of Ur. Now, him and his father fell out because, of course, Yah had instructed oh, him T-Rod. to turn down. Yes, Yah had instructed him to turn down all the temples. Book of Now, watch this, watch this. Now, you don't find this in the regular 66, right? But I'm going to show you something. I'm going to mess y'all up real fast. Not only in the book of Yasher, but you also find that same story in the Quran. Oh. Which the Quran does make a statement, and the statement is that it is a confirmation of those books that came before it. Because in the Quran, there's also a story of Isa. Isa is uh, Arabic for Yahshua. So uh, there's a story in there of Esau where he took a bird that was that was a dead bird put in his hand and it came back to life when he was a little boy. Now, watch this. There is also a book that's not included in your 66 that actually tells that same story. Oh, the Gnostic Scrolls. See. Yeah. Oh, and kind of like when his dad had cut that piece of wood that didn't fit and he stretched his hands across it. And he made it fit because his dad was a carpenter. Or, oh, oh, there was a drought in the land and he got his dad to get a hundredfold return. Yeah, that too. But then well, I, I don't think I don't think we would take kindly also to studying that word and find out in that same book that we just took those experiences from was also a very bad kid at one time who uh, actually had, would kill his uh, playmates if they didn't want to play with him. And then uh, one time there was one little boy. He uh, they oh, he thought, fell. They yeah, thought, yeah, they yeah, thought yeah. he had killed him. Yeah. But he raised him up from the dead just so he could let people know that he didn't kill him. Yeah, they he fell. I remember that. He fell when they were playing up high. Power but not knowing who he is. We don't know about that side. 
We got all these years that are missing. They took that out of there because guess what? The way that they wanted to build him up to you would have made him less of a deity. Mm. But it also what they did, what they failed to realize is when I read this, it now lets me know he really does understand me. Right. And that would also validate So I don't need you to go and say your precious holy prayer and uh, sprinkle this oil and splash this water on me. All I need to do is go talk to him because he understands. He's been where I've been. Man, he was a kid like me. Skint his knee. One time his brother sat there and got mad at his brother. His brother got sick. And told his mom, yeah. Jesus, did you do this? Yeah, he was making fun of me. Just like that, he healed. Don't do it no more. Mm-hmm. Jesus didn't get the raw spirit on him either just because he could do all that. And he didn't strike his parents down either. We sit up here and we have these. And nobody wants us to touch it. Or even even if we look at the book of Yasher with Cain and Abel, people don't talk about how Cain and Abel argue with one another and Cain got mad and hit him with that iron rake and killed him. And and, and Abel was being petty. Yeah. If you you actually go read this account. Abel tells him, well, I'll let let my sheep go wherever they want when you can pay me back for what I've done for you. Because we say he killed them behind the sacrifice. No. No, he killed them because he was fed up. That his sheep was eating up all of his He was fed up. Yeah, how did he come to him and say, oh, you killed your brother because I didn't accept your sacrifice? No. Mm -mm. So we teach this. That he killed his brother because he was jealous of his brother's approval that he got behind the sacrifice. No, he had a bad day. He got fed up because it wasn't just a bad day. Abel was a smart alley. (laughs) And the sacrifice that he gave was what he could only have because his brother's flock ate up everything. Right. That's all he had. So in his mind, he was right in the wrong. Yeah. And guess what? You know why y'all didn't kill him? Because he understood. That's why he what said, did you do? Nobody, nobody can kill him. Why y'all? Why you? Why you come to me? Because I know your daddy done told you how to talk to me. He said, "Same like they waited for you at the door." Why you didn't call? Just for talk me? to me. You should have called. You should have talked to me before you walked out the door. Because as soon as you took that first step out the door, you dedicated yourself to doing what you was gonna do. But if you had to just waited a brief moment, cried out to me. You know, absolutely. I mean, we, we we don't read about how the real way Satan tricked Eve. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm I'm gonna break this down because a lot of you haven't read the, the accounts of Adam and Eve because what which, which is found in what the uh, epigrapher? Yeah, the pseudo uh, the pseudepigrapher. The pseudepigrapher. And this is something that the Jewish <laughs> people have had, and along with the midrashim. But but when you talk about this. 
when you talk about this, you <laughs> so know, many, there's so many books that. Have but been see, this is what this is what blows my mind. Never had. This is what blows my mind, and this, I want to shout out my you sister. You've had, you've had, you've had. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna no, say this. Say within you, the you, church. No, but you have had, because you've had it in the church of the world called Hollywood. Mm. Yeah, Hollywood's talking because about watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. In the book of Exodus, we hear that it said in the book of Exodus that Pharaoh died with his army. It said he led his army into the sea. Yeah. And then we see the sea closing up. It said led. But watch this. This is what I want wait us to... Wait till you read the book of Yeshua. This is what I... But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is what I want us to get us to understand because it actually gives us an example of what real leading is. Because, okay, so watch this. The shepherd. We, have, have, we, we watch Westerns, right? Yeah. How do how do the cowboys drive drive the cattle? I see sometimes I whip them beside them and behind them. Beside them and behind them. Yeah. But it's normally where's the cattle boss at? He's in the what? The back. Yeah. He's the one who calls the shots. He's the leader. He's driving them how? Through guidance. But he's driving them from the rear. Mm-hmm. When you drive a car, you drive a car from the rear. When you turn the car, how do you turn the car? Now you, when I say you're driving the car from the rear, because you're behind, in the driver's seat, the which engine. is behind the motor, which causes this to go. Yeah. And you are leading it by steering it from behind the motor, behind the front wheels. You're behind it leading it. Yeah. So watch this. He led them into the seat. See, I always been taught that you got to be out front to be a leader. Every time they showed us and they say that the, you show the key. Oh, wait, 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 hold on, Mike. That's just like with wolves because it's the strongest wolves that are always in the back, and they let the weaker wolves and the elder wolves go up front. Yeah. So the one that so so <laughs> so so that's why when we get to the movie, Ten Commandments, right? Yeah. Ten Commandments show he didn't die. Ten Commandments show that he go back and pray to his God, take his son and lay his God, lay his son on the altar. And then you get over here into the book of Yasher and the book of Yasher gives that same, same account. Thing. But you don't find it in the book of Exodus. So you try to sit up and say, oh, man, Hollywood, they just kind of stretch the story to fill out time and to make it seem good. No, they actually told you the truth. You just didn't know it was the truth. And Hollywood is ran by who? Mostly Jewish people at that time who have the Midrash, who have the Book of Yasher, yes. and you have the things that we, as being Protestant Christians, stick to the sixty-six books. <laughs> but other people know the truth outside of us. Hey, they've been telling, they've been telling, and then they've been telling us who we are for the longest through Hollywood. Absolutely, how many movies and, we- and even Western movies? How many Western movies and, and uh, old movies and old school movies that they released? Because I'm gonna tell you something: anything that they said in the black exploitation movie was not gonna be released because Hollywood wasn't gonna, gonna let it be released unless they approved of it at the end of the day. You make it under your own money, but the only way it's going to get in any of our theaters is we have to approve of it. So every time the one movie where Fred Williamson sat there and said, and for your information, the blacks are the the real Hebrews are the blacks here in America. We're the lost tribes of Israel. This was said in a movie, on a national movie across the nation. Why is it when you sit up here and you see uh, Fred Sanford finding out about his heritage and he gets the shield that has a seal on it, you sit up there and see a crown with the Star of David. And Esther says, well, Fred, uh, look, uh, from what I look at, uh, that says that you are, uh, from, you, you, are he, you are a Jew. That's the Star of David. So that means you are royalty. And then Lamar says, well, you don't look like, you don't look Jewish to me because he don't look Jewish, but he look like a Jew. 
See, p- people didn't yeah. even catch that yeah. with Mike. Yeah. <laughs> and see, Mike. Keep it going. <laughs> no, nah, we're going to keep going. Yeah, Mike. Okay, so listen, listen. Mike, but, but hold on. Though, man. No. We, no, 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 no. We're not splitting up nothing. <laughs> split up. We're not splitting up nothing. And Mike, another thing, another thing, too, that people missed. And I'm so glad you mentioned that. I was making sure it's there. You know, it was the truth. When they had Bruce Almighty and God was a black man. No, no, no. Let's go one further. Let's go one further. As a commercial where the world is coming to an end. They they they, they have nobody that look like Zeus. The world is coming to who? They have nobody that look like Zeus. Yes, they did. Not in Bruce Almighty? Yes, they did. The black man was God. And they look like Zeus, don't you know? How? You better go do your studies on Zeus. No, I'm not talking about the black Greeks and the Helios Greeks. I'm talking about the new image of what they have and what they show people is Zeus. Hold on, stop. But see, I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to go back to those. (laughs) I'm going to go back to those. Because that's the original. No, I know the original was a black man. They were mulattoes. But every god... Now watch this, watch this. Hold on, hold on. And this is the cool thing about it is... They were, we know them, and the reason I say they were mulattoes because you know how they became mulattoes? Because they were the nation of Kittim. Kittim or Chittim, uh, which is known by over here in the book of Yasher, but they're Kittim over in the uh, regular scriptures. You'll find that there was a battle that took place between them and Edom. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go ahead and do another side note for my good um, uh, Hebrew Israelite brothers out there. So let me go ahead and slide this in there for my black Afrocentric brothers uh, with the word real fast. When you keep on calling the white man an Edomite, actually, you're actually making a wrong reference to him because he's not an actual naturalized Edomite. He is not. Because what you'll find out is that Kittim, they literally destroyed the nation of Edom. And then they took their place because of the blessing that was also over Edom. Why? See, a lot of people fail to realize that Esau had a blessing over his life too. Uh, when he left his brother, even though he was upset, Yah still said, I'm going to bless you in your house. So guess what? There was a blessing not only over the Israelites, there was also a kinsmanship blessing that was found over the Edomites. Wait, 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 wait. Now, hold on, oh, hold on, man, hold on, man, hold on. Man, man. But let me tell you why. Because we keep on getting this teaching that Esau hated his brother Jacob. He did not hate Israel. What he did do was he welcomed his brother with open arms and a celebration when he seen him and said, now that our father's dead, listen, man, we can't have this between us no more. We got to sit up here and squash everything. Now I have love for you. You have love for me. And we're going to bless you. We're going to bless you. But now there was a curse. Over them, they said they would become slaves to someone. Yeah. And they did. They became slaves to kill them. Who enslaved, who, who took their slavery so much to a point where they literally, they took their identity. Now, who is Kittim today? Kittim is our Grecians. Kittim are the Greeks. The Romans. Who became the Romans. Mm-hmm. Who are persecuting the bloodline of Jacob. Because they are trying to get the blessing. And that's why they always try to So this is why they took it and they reconstructed it to where everything you saw was them. Yep. Yep. We fall upon the curse of disobedience because we fell out of the way of Yah. And Yah told us and he warned us and he told us if we kept on leaving, what was going to happen? 
See, grace has a time limit. Let me let me go ahead and give good good yes, sir. Uh, good good uh, uh, teaching on that real fast. Uh, they were Jesus was asked by his disciples, "How many times should we forgive our brothers? Should seven we forgive times, them seven seven. times?" He said, "No, seven times." 70, correct? So if you multiply 7 times 70, that's 490, right? Mm -hmm. So that's 490 years. Uh, do we not know that 400, watch this, 490 years from the establishment? Because see, a lot of people, we, we sit up here and think, oh, 2,000 years, always oh, been so long. But really, uh, in all actually, 490 years ago, or 490 years uh, to date, to date, we'll say like to date, which actually would have been 2014, uh, was the year that grace ended for what we call the church today. Makes sense. Perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Now, what we don't understand is a year grace is a time of jubilee. Jubilee was also one of the things that uh, led to where you could get things back that you did that you couldn't have before because you were in slavery for a period of time. Every seven years, this is why he said seven. This is why he said seven times seventy because we sit up here and we we don't understand when it says the the seven. We thought they were saying oh seven times. No, they would mean seven years. Yeah, seven times that have passed. Yeah, so. Seven years. Your debt was obliterated, but the also the other thing was that the jubilee year was also known as the land year of the land yeah. grab. Oh yeah, you yeah. could buy you could buy your land back. Well, you could buy your land back yeah. for either the price closest to when the next jubilee year was, or for when it just yeah. left. Yeah. So either you was gonna pay a dollar, or you was gonna pay seven dollars to get your land back. And here's a kicker. <laughs> and release you from a debt. And Grace ended in 20... Which is what they 20, use with credit reporting. Let me check this out. Grace ended in 20, 2014. Seven years later. And this is going to bring me to the next point. I told y'all, just going to be alone. This is going to bring me to the next point. God gave me a word last year, and the word was manifestation. And he said, throughout the entire year of 2021, if you understand how to put it into your mind... And imagine it, because a lot of us don't know the power of our imagination. No. If we understood how to imagine it, he says, everything that you can imagine, you can manifest. But then I'm sitting here like this, as I'm listening, as you're teaching, I'm like, that's why you gave me that word. Okay, cool. To understand that now grace has been extended, but now you have this seven-year period after grace has been extended to say, listen, all the things that you had before you, this is a time of your land grab. This is a time for you to manifest everything that you have missed out on and make sure that things are happening. But yet and still, we're coming up to a time period that everything legalistically is trying to combat everybody trying to get that manifestation. So let me let me. OK, I know where you at. So let me help you on this part. Uh, I'm going to back you up on it, but I'm also going to clarify something. Cause I caught on to what you what you what you said after I said I realized what you thought I said, so I didn't say that it was extended. I said for the church it ended. I ain't worried about church. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> so, so, watch this. That period that you're talking about, period of manifestation, is a three year window. Three year window. Um. Within that three-year window, 
And we're seeing it happen. I, I, I said this in 2014. I said that there was a three-year window that was going to be open because between 2020 and 2023, you were going to have something that was going to develop as to either you were going to have or you were going to have not. Yeah. Because they're going to literally destroy what is called the middle class because there is no middle class. So the whole conception of middle class is being destroyed now. Because where we thought we were safe at, we just now find out we really poor. They gave us a psychological tool to make you feel like you were safe being in a safe zone or just being an upper level, upper echelon version of just poor. Either in this country, you're either poor or you're wealthy. At, at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. So they give us these... these, uh, these Pseudo feelings. So, yeah, pseudo feelings. They got you feeling comfortable because they say, okay, man, guess what? Uh, you know, when, uh, if you think about it, man, in, in 1995, you couldn't, uh, the only person that really had a cell phone or a beeper were either dope boys, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, doctors, lawyers, you know, police officers, you know, and such, uh, people who were business owners because everybody couldn't afford them. Now you sit up here and come to 2005 and you got every 10-year-old, 8-year-old, uh, even some 2-year-olds who got some type of electronic device in their hand because they have made it seem like you can afford it because they put you on what's called a payment plan. Yeah. So now they keep you in debt with it or keep you in a form of slavery because every time the new phone comes out, you can just sit up here and say, okay, I want to upgrade. So all they do is just transfer yep. your payments and up your payments. But you think you're doing good because I ain't have to pay 2000 dollars for the phone. Oh, you still paying about five thousand dollars for the phone by the time you finish paying off principal interest and everything else that's right. on it. Because you think uh you want to be flashy and you want to show that you have these uh material things because you're trying to give this image that you're wealthy and you're getting this feeling that you're wealthy, but you're not you poor. Yep. Yes sir. Mm, I, I'm just giving some truth mm. today. You are and yet, one of the places that we do that most in, and this is to bring it back, church is in the church. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. So, let's get there. Let's, God dang it. I knew we was going to get there, but I thought we was going to get there soon. Y'all, right. excuse me, y'all. You know, I, I get excited doing these things. So, we're going to go back to a scripture. We dealt with the scripture last time I was here. So, uh, we're going to deal with Deuteronomy 14, 20, uh, let's see, 14, and we're going to start dealing in verse 22, all right? We deal with 14, starting at verse 22. And this is what it says. It says, you shall tithe all the yield of your seed that comes from the field year by year. And before your God, in the place that he will choose to make his name dwell there, you shall eat the tithe of your grain, of your wine, of your oil, and the firstborn of your herd and flock, that you may learn to fear the Lord, uh, your God always. First, okay, let's just deal with this real quick. Uh, tithe, what a tithe? Tithe or ten percent that was taken? Mike, you gotta be careful. Right? We might have to end so, on this. Uh, no, you talking about tithing? So, I mean, hey, we gonna deal with it, man, because this is probably one of the most sourced places Ooh, within the wee. church, especially the black church, that has really debilitated much of the black community because we have taken more money instead of using it in the right way. Because one, we're not even doing it correctly. Because if we say we're gonna do Bible things to get Bible results, then let's do it the Bible way. This is 
what we always say. This is a cliche that we use many yes, times among us good church folks. Do it the Bible way. Uh, get Bible results. Do it the Bible way, and you're going to get Bible results, right? So this is what we say. So this is what the Bible has to say. So uh, if you're not doing your tithing first part, this very first part this way, then you're not doing it the Bible way. Yeah. <laughs> because on, the Bible... Uh, specifically says right here that you're supposed to eat the tithe. Yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah. Eat the tithe in the presence of Yah. Now, I'm going <laughs> to... We might, we may touch on. Oh, that's gonna be a sore subject to touch on what the presence of Yah is when they talk about eating in the presence, because it takes on a different understanding when you actually go back and read scriptures within context, and you read, man, it's, it's a whole totally different thing, man. Well, you get you know, I mean? but listen, 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 man. So here it is, man. It says, uh, and if the way is too long for you. Mm-hmm. So that you are not able to carry the tithe when the Lord your God blesses you because the place is too far from you, which the Lord your God chooses to set his name there. Then you shall turn it into money and bind up the money in your hands and go to the place that the Lord your God chooses. Now, I know some of you may hear me say that right there and say, well, hold on and see, this is right there going to prove right there that you're supposed to be bringing the money to the church house. This is what you're saying right now. So also in your mind, what you're going to try to tie into that to prove that you're bringing the money to the church house is because you're going to say the money, now the meat that the Lord was saying that needs to be in the storehouse, bring meat into the storehouse. Uh, what you're saying is now that that money is the same thing as the meat was then. So y'all need to bring it to the storehouse. But now mm-hmm. we finna go a little bit further because I know y'all want to stop right there. You preachers that are probably hearing this right now and those you have been taught this way and teach that, you're saying in your mind, well, how can what, what, what you just brought it back and said that this is what we're doing today. So how is it wrong what we're doing today? This is what you're saying right now. Mm-hmm. Because I just said we changed back the money. So now you say, oh, yeah, well, see, it was money. Now it's money. That's how we're supposed to pay our time. We're supposed to do it in money. But what are the conditions, though, if you can't bring it? Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, you caught it. I ain't, but hold on. Watch this. Watch this. God. I'm going to let it prove itself. I'm going to let it prove All I'm doing is reading it. Go ahead. I'm doing it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So watch this. And it says, then, going back to 25, then you should turn it into money and bind up the money in your hand. And go to the place that the Lord, your God, chooses. And spend the money for whatever you desire. Wait, oh, wait a minute. Something just changed. Just changed. It just changed. You just changed. spend the money on whatever you desire. It just changed. Yeah. Just not give it to the preacher. It just changed. It just changed. Yeah. Not, not, it, just, not, it just changed. Not to the building fund. It just changed. Now, guess what? You know what? I don't have a problem with buying me a dinner plate at church. You know why I don't have a problem buying me a dinner plate at church? You know why I don't have a problem buying me a dinner plate at church? Because I'm buying what I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and does not the money go into whatever they need to go into? Right. See, we take some of those traditions and we say, oh, man, that ain't even biblical fine. But that one is the biblically found one. But you just taking my money ain't the biblically found one. In exchange for goods is the biblically found. But it's supposed to be in exchange for good goods, not bad goods. Okay? Let's get that straight. Because why did Jesus rebuke those who were selling in the temple? He said, because you have turned it into a den of thieves. Why did he say it was a den of thieves? Because watch this. We 
Man, this just blowing my mind right Go now. Ahead. I, I, I used to sit there and say this ain't couldn't be done. But watch this, watch this. Where they buying it from? When they get there, they were supposed to buy the best because I can't bring my best with me. So when I get here, I have to buy the best. They were rebuked and ran out of the temple because they were selling to people what? Lame sacrifices. And they were set giving riding grain. Yeah. So they were giving them less than the best. That's why I got to run you up out of here. Because only in my father's house can the best be found. But you are robbing the people by not allowing them to give their best to God. Ladies and gents. Hold on. Hold on, no, no, no. Lady, no, no. I got, I got him. I got no. him. Right, I got him right Relax, there. relax. <laughs> Ladies and gents. <laughs> Ladies and gents, you got to bring the best to the father's house. The best. So watch, watch this, man. Watch this, watch this. Man, that was it heavier said, than Snorlax. Said, <laughs> so, so, so now, now, why is this said? Spend the money on whatever you desire. Oxen or sheep. Or wine, a strong drink. Wait, folks say you ain't supposed to drink no alcohol. What you mean strong drinking wine? You're supposed to be sober-minded at all times. And you... you, you no, no, no. You no, got to no, no. remember... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That description was not for everybody. It wasn't. Oh, it I'm was listening. only for those who were supposed to be in a place of leadership. Yes. <laughs> but you know, I have to take this back. Tell me what? Wait, wait, wait. Repeat what you just said. It was only for those who were in a place no, no, of no, no, no. leadership. The point. The point. <laughs> it was not meant for everybody. For everybody. everybody. Only for those in the place of leadership. Yes. No, I got it. Just like in Proverbs 31, because Lemuel was going to be the king of Israel, who we know prophetically was Solomon, which is Bathsheba's son, because no other nation around Israel at that time would have gotten the prophetic utterance of the Holy Spirit to have that type of wisdom. And that's why she tells him, don't waste your strength chasing women and give yourself over to strong drink, because nobody wants a, a king that's a drunkard and a whoremonger. So, watch this. Since you went to Proverbs, and we're talking about reading and studying in proper context. Yes. Then we do know that Solomon didn't write Proverbs. Yeah. Well, of course. No. But we're taught through scholars that that Solomon was the writer of Proverbs. He wrote Ecclesiastes. Mm -hmm. The Song of Solomon, he did not write. It was written about him. And it was written after his life. Now, <laughs> yes, continue to the teach on of Solomon, but that's a different game. <laughs> well, we're gonna leave that one alone. Now, the that's wisdom of Solomon game. was definitely written by him. That's a different game. Yeah, but Proverbs, Proverbs, spiritually. Proverbs was literally the instructions given to Solomon. He watch this because you have to understand why Proverbs. If you want to know the wisdom that was given. Everybody always want, man, what made Solomon so wise? Proverbs. Watch this, watch this, watch this. He prayed to God. God said, man, now remember, his father's not dead when he takes over as king. Facts. So his, his, his father came, you know, the father 
the father, not his father, but the father, the all father. I thought, I, I thought, no, I, I thought my Marvel fans would like no, that. I already caught that. I, I thought, thought my that Marvel like, fans would like that. I'm, I caught talking, that. I was like, I'm showing y'all, I'm showing y'all something. So, and just, just a side note, for those of you who may be Marvel fans, you know who Odin is. Odin is called the All Father. Uh, we know that right now Thor has now taken uh, on the position of being the All Father in in the uh, comic world. The comic yeah. world mm-hmm. uh, it hasn't hit the MCU yet, but it's about to. Uh, <laughs> but no, actually, it has. He is the All Father yeah. now. That's right. So now the reason I say I I, I point this yeah, out I'm to you is because uh, if you look at Paleo, I want you to look up Paleo Hebrew. Yeah. Look up Paleo Hebrew yeah. and look at it. And then I want you to go look at Celtic or Viking runes and look at them yeah. and tell me what you see. Oh, it's one and the same. Absolutely. So that might let you in on a little something as to who these people really were. And they just, they just, <laughs> historically just found out that the original Vikings and the original red haired uh, gingers that people talk about were originally black. Yeah. That's why I used to have red hair as a child. But, yeah. Listen, man. Listen. But, then it, but then it goes back to knowing the original Irish, why they call them leprechauns, were original black men. That, who were pygmies from the pygmy nation. From the pygmy nation. And they had a little pot, but they made all of their ceramics, they made all of their healing posters or whatever. So it was mm-hmm. a pot of gold for people mm-hmm. that were sick. Yep. But anyway, they eradicated them. Took over. Yep, St. Patrick did that. He yeah. didn't run off. He didn't run But then every black person celebrates St. Patrick's Day. And we don't understand. But let, let's go back. Let's okay. go back to the topic. Let's go back so- to the topic. <laughs> That's the sidebar stuff. Read your history, folks. For real. <laughs> because it's very important because it play and listen, it plays into a lot of things that goes on within our society, which has always been tied back to the Christian nation. Because we say in the United States, we are a Christian nation. Understand, I want y'all to understand something. The United States is a Christian nation, but that does not mean that the God they serve is Oh, go ahead. Say it. That does not mean that the God they serve is Yah. Of course. Or for, for some of you that may feel more comfortable, Jehovah. Or for some of you that may feel more comfortable and y'all attain and say that this is who he is. But then there's so many scriptures where he sits up here and points out himself that he is not his father. But that if you do see me, you see the image of my father in perfection. But you, you see the father in me, but you, you're not, you know. He says specifically, he don't never says, me. don't worship me. But I come and do everything in the authority of my father's name, but we're around here doing everything in mm-hmm. Jesus' name. Uh, he says, if you ask in my name, I'll honor that and I'll give you the glory for that because you're asking and I'll make sure you get it. But he says, the only way you can actually get it is through your faith because he says, faith is the key to everything. But see, he says, ask me, and because of your faith, I will do that for you when you ask it for it in my name. But he does not tell you that I sent you to go preach in my name. He don't tell you that. Matter of fact, he goes back in Matthew uh, chapter 7, around about verse 21, I believe, and he says there'll be those that'll come to me and say, uh, Father, uh, they say, Lord, Lord, did I not preach in your name? Did I not uh, cast out demons in your name? Did I not heal the sick in your name? Did I not raise the dead in your name? And he'll say, get away from you, workers of lawlessness, for I never knew you. And one of the things 
things that makes them so lawless is because one thing they're doing is they're attributing something to him that he did not come and give you authority for. He gave you authority to do everything in the Father's name. Now, we'll sit up and say, well, oh, they're one and the same. But he tells you that he's not one and the same because if he was one and the same, and let's go ahead and let's look at this for real, man. God is not an author of confusion, as we say. So let's go ahead and stand on that point because wouldn't it be confusing to be here fully on earth and praying to an empty throne in heaven because you're all here on earth embodied in flesh. That means who's in heaven? Satan can now run and do the things he wants to because you really can't even leave the boundaries that you've put yourself in because you went against the own physics that you put in place. You went against the own physics that you put in place. <laughs> Go on. He told the angels, you can't make a body come down. That's right. They made their bodies. They inhabited those bodies. Watch this. When he placed Yeshua in the womb, Yeshua didn't make that body. Who made it? Yah did. So he never broke the rules. But yeah, we got every preacher around here thinking they can break the rules. If y'all don't break his own rules, what make you think you can? Yeah. And people forget that too. When you read in the book of Jude, that's the reason why, yeah. you know, <laughs> Satan, yeah. Satan was trying to find the body of Moses. Yeah. Because if he could find the body of Moses, he could inhabit it. But also too, if and you, he, and if if you think about that, just imagine the confusion and chaos he could cause between Islam, Christianity, and everybody. Well, not even that. Not even that. He could have been the greater Moses. Because that's what they were looking for. Remember, it was prophesied that one yeah. even greater than Moses would come. Many thought that Moses would come back and he would be greater than before. So if he had found the body and have the body along with the power that he already carried, do you understand this now would have made them think that the Messiah was here? He would have killed us off a long time ago. One sec. Yeah, exactly. One yeah. sec. Yeah, folks, I told you there's some heavy stuff tonight. Listen, man, I promise you I was trying to stay in a good spot. Um, this was... This I just I, Before I came, I just got myself in a place where I was just, you know, laid back, meditated, and just wanted to be able to give my all on however he led me. So, Well, Mike, you think you, <laughs> you, think you need a part two? <laughs> we might. I mean, we, yeah, we, man, we, I, I don't, I, I really don't want, I don't even think we really test the real surface no, of it. No, we ain't, iceberg. man, because we ain't even got off because, into, because we haven't got off into the full process. Okay, so we're going to take a vote. Because I want to get into the form of y'all. We will. We're going to take a vote right now. I want to get into the presence Who votes? Well, it, both of them that. go to side. All right, so majority rules. Who votes that we have a part two to this episode? I vote aye. It's all well, that majority rules, you know, they, they're the majority. But you're still supposed to participate. Like, you're well, just going to be the guy sitting at the I'm, table. I'm the guest, though. You're a guest. guest. Really? Vote My this, wife I'll knows you. Y'all. You're not a guest. <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> Man. So, look, it's been voted on. Uh, part two. We're definitely going to have a part two to this, ladies and gentlemen. Because we... Because to me, this that's is... That's why I was telling you, you got to split this up, man. No, we're not we going to split it. We haven't even... You're like, just going to come in again like, and just, we're going to do this like, again. This, <laughs> like, this level, split. At this level, it's more like we're just going to have to run this as a series. Yeah, this, like, is, this is going to be a series. We're, we're like... 
if you put it into a form of an iceberg, man, we're like the brand new snow that's on top of the iceberg that we haven't even got to We haven't gotten yet. started yet. We're not even at the water level. We no. just still at the we just scraping off the I mean we surface. we got the happy feet penguins up top. Yeah, that's that's yeah, what that's yeah. what we're this not is. even we're not even like here. yeah, you know. Cause I mean <laughs> we because the thing is the whole concept is is that we have to understand sound doctrine as well as teaching. Because if you have sound doctrine without teaching, you can still be lost in the doctrine and not understanding which way to go. And then you'd be upset and angry at everybody, just like how we see so many people at church be sitting here like well, I learned this and I learned that, but I don't know how to apply it. It doesn't matter if you have knowledge if you don't know how to apply it. Listen, this is what I see. Knowledge and understanding. And, I, and, and you're absolutely correct. People are looking for a sound doctor. They're looking for sound teaching. So if if anybody wants to just follow my page, they can. I have a TikTok Please account. Please do. Tell them. Uh, you can find me up under Mr. Unbreakable on TikTok. All right. Well, say it again. Mr. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yes. And then 365. Uh, let me see. Let me make sure, man. Yeah, make me... sure you tell them the right name. <laughs> like before, yeah, they, before right they start following man. somebody from yes. Kentucky, Mister Unbreakable three six five, Mister Unbreakable three six five. I follow him. That's how I know. So, yeah. so um, as well as his Instagram. Uh, you know what? Well, Instagram, they'll see just a lot, a lot of my fashion. Jackson stuff. Riley I'm Group. More of my information and teach okay, on cool. uh, that's TikTok. Cool. Jackson Riley Group, your lifestyle, because it's golden. It's, it's a whole bunch of TikTok. Just like the tea. Just like the Sava tea. The tea. The Tava tea. Okay, Tava tea. Tava. So so y'all, so y'all ain't here to see what he actually got on, because I already told him. I said, this might be that tea. Like, straight up. Yeah, Mike looked like one of the disciples for real. Straight up. So, all he needs is a, all he need is a basket. He so just needs one of the baskets with the fish and bread. Yeah. You know what? Normally I'll be wearing my turban. So I didn't wear it today. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. so so the thing is, man, uh he was talking about Tabba T. So um just just to let y'all know about it, listen, man, one of the most important things we have to do as as humans detox. is detox. And that's detox. You, you got to detox from your phone. You got to detox mentally. You got to detox uh, spiritually. And you have to literally detox physically. That's right. Because all of them are tied in together. If your spirit man begins to suffer, if your spiritual nature begins to suffer within you, it can be reflected through your physical nature. Now, where does this date back to? This dates back all the way to the Garden of Eden because spiritually death took place first before there was a physical death. Yeah. And because of the spiritual death, the physical man started to decline. Mm-hmm. Have we not noticed those people who really dedicate themselves to God many times, we find out that there'll be older people who have lived a long time. They look real young. When they sit up here and die, you be talking about they 97, you thinking they off in their 60s. They yeah. still getting around good or whatever. They're living their life to the fullest. And they all say it's because of the glory of God. Because physically... They're affected by their spirituality That's right. uh, and relationship that they have with God because their relationship is past uh, being just the deacon seeking uh, on Sunday mornings. Their relationship is past that. These are the ones that you might not see them in church all the time, but they out there traveling the world and doing things. They live in their life real good. And we simply say when they don't show up, we serve, we simply say, oh, well, they ain't with the Lord no more. I ain't seen them in church for so long. But let me tell you something. Only if your life will be extended if you are with the Lord. Yeah. That's right. Let me help y'all with that. 
Only your life can be extended if you are with the Lord. So it brings me to this. One of the things that you'll find with these people is that they actually have, they eat very well. They eat very healthy. They realize to extend their life, they need to eat healthy. So one of the things that we have to do to jumpstart some of us on our way, we have detox tea. So fit for life, P-H-I-T for life. P-H-I-T for the number four. L-I-F-E, Fit for Life at Tava, T-A-V-A dot com. Go look at it. We have great products. Uh, me, myself, I was 310 a uh, couple of months ago. Now I'm down to 295. Drinking this tea, it literally had been knocking like two pounds up off of me every day. <laughs> and within being detox, man, it, it gives you, like literally people don't understand when you literally detox your body, it gives you clearer perception in your spiritual life, yeah. in your mental thinking, in your focus. So one of the things we do, I do is detox uh, with the uh, top of t- uh, tea that they have. Uh, we have a Caprice uh, coffee I take now. I did a, uh, <laughs> I did a mix that we a mix that we call a lava shot. Which is one package of the, the coffee and one package of the tea. The coffee has CBD in it, so it acts also as an appetite suppressor in some for, form or fashion. But also with both of them together, just like you, you don't plan on going nowhere for that day, just gonna stay <laughs> type situation. But it it man, it makes me feel a hundred percent better, man. And to be able to lose this weight, be able to move better, it's better on your joints. A lot of times we just want to write things off and saying it's arthritis or getting old. No, it's because we're too heavy and we're not taking care of ourselves right. Right. That's very true. So that's what we want you to do. We want you to take care of yourself right. So if you are looking to make a change in your life and jumpstart and weight loss, if you know that you have some goals that you're trying to meet, uh, listen, it's not even about being summertime fine. If you just want to be fine, just all year round fine, then Call <laughs> and I'm going to suggest... P-H-I-T for the number four, L-I-F-E, at Dava, I mean Tava, T-A-V-A dot com. Go there. Hey, man, go shop. If you need, give me a call. Uh, Anybody who needs to reach me, if you have questions, uh, and I don't mind giving out my number, but if you have questions, uh, you can reach me at 682-551-5973. It is 682-551-5973. If you have an objection to anything I said, then you can re- you can call me, man, and we can talk about it. We can reason. You know, they say scripture says that we're supposed to reason among each other. Yep. So we can reason with each other. I would rather you reason with me than go around talking about that he's a false prophet or he's a false teacher or anything like that because this may not line up with what you have been learning or what you've been taught through tradition and through uh, doctrine. But we also, I want you to remember this. The reason I'm so particular on making sure I teach the truth is because Paul warns us, man, that we need to be aware of two types of teaching. Uh, that is the doctrines of men and the teachings of demons. Yeah. Excuse, 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 excuse me. Let me change that. It is not the doctrines of men, but it actually is the doctrines of demons 
and the teachings yeah, of man. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's a reason that he gave that because he knew prophetically what was ahead. He told us what to beware of. He says in uh, I think his uh, Second Timothy chapter three that there'll be perilous times, hard to deal with. Uh, talks about how men will become lovers of money and lovers of themselves, and he even talks about those old creepy, 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 crawly preachers who would be trying to sneak into the beds of the women by using the word of God all the time. Uh, he warns us about them and it's funny because we sit up here and think that that's the stuff that's going on in the world but that's actually the stuff that's going on right. in the church he warns us about that will be going on amongst the fellowship yeah. and we think it's normal because we let folks tell you that when you prophesy your, your, your sexual nature the, uh, it rises and uh, uh, you, you need to satiate that uh, and the Lord he understands because when you prophesy and you, your sexual your sexual uh, tendency that, that you, you, you get hot you begin to listen man y'all stop that mess man sit up here and try to uh, manipulate y'all wives and thinking uh, just because you're a prophet uh, you're supposed to have you some when you're on the road or maybe you understand that uh, as a prophet my nature gets out of I, you know uh, uh, the sexual cravings get out of line when I prophesy because I'm open. What you open to? Because the only thing I know, if you prophesying for the Lord, you wouldn't be open to that. Uh, so who are you really prophesying for? Are you prophesying for Yah? Or are you prophesying for Hasitan? Are you prophesying for the adversary? Maybe you are the adversary. We don't know, but uh, stop lying like that, y'all. Just, just saying. Just, just okay. Man, look, listen, done. listen. Fam, I got nothing else, sir. Fam, I'm done. I'm sorry. Um, no, you're right. I'm sorry. I don't. So did. I'm sorry. But let's just say like this: <laughs> we we gotta come back because if we don't, we're gonna be here all night. And yeah, we want y'all to come back. <laughs> so so fam, we gonna have to let this one ride out. We are gonna let this one go, <laughs> y'all. I look. That's listen, not too bad. It's, it's gonna, better gonna, than the two hours I did. Right, right. But I mean, <laughs> but but listen, it's it's this is this is just anything. I'm just gonna share it with I'm you. This just lets us know that we're gonna end up having to like start mm. kind of changing the game a little bit more. Cool, really cool. So then mm. once we start doing the other recording and stuff, where like you're gonna get behind the scenes stuff of like the other stuff that's going on. Because listen, y'all think this conversation ends right now? <laughs> y'all missing the other jewels. But it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Just catch us <laughs> next time. We'll holler at y'all, man. Uh, Hooray, you want to let us out in prayer? Absolutely. Father, I thank you for the time. I thank you for the family. And I thank you for the fellowship that we've had. I look forward to what you will sit and do. I look forward to what you will sit and say in this place. And I look forward to us being assembled again in your name, Yahuwah. I thank you for each and every household that's represented. I thank you for everybody who has ears to hear what it is that you have to say. Cover and keep all of us. Cover and keep Nick. Cover and keep Mike as they travel home down these highways. These things we do pray. These things we do ask of you, Yahuwah. In the name of Yahushua, we do pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.